Yo, Zazu. <laughs> ah, man. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. <laughs> Honestly, I want to talk to you about that. I'm going to save that one for another episode. Jesus Christ. But- I honestly I should have known better, bro. I should have known. Oh my god. When the Lakers were winning, you would move the goalpost. I should have known you were gonna do that, bro. I should have known. I should have known. Jeez. But I I, I wanna talk to you about this uh, whole boycott thing, bro. Like Yeah, man. Think I about the NBA, bro. I, I wanna get I wanna get your take on what's happening. Bro, it's madness, bro. It's madness. Like I was frustrated about the about the um you know the seven shots to the back. In yeah. fact, I had an argument last night after basketball. Okay. Uh the dude said uh he had a knife. I don't know, I've not seen him hold a knife. People yeah. tell me he had a knife. Uh, and they said that he um he looked like he was reaching into he looks like he was reaching into his um and the gentleman, there was two cops. One was holding him the whole time, his shirt, while he's walking. Yeah. Right? And that one pointed the gun, holding his shirt and pointing a gun. And the other one was, like, maybe about three steps behind and a bit yeah. nervous about the situation. And I'm sure there's other cops around in the surrounding areas. But uh, the, the first cop holding his shirt is literally talking on him, pulling, as you can see, he's stretching his shirt, and it's like, yo, I'm out of here, like, you know, yeah. uh, and he opens his car and he's trying to enter his car. And like, look, he's reaching. I'm like, hey, look, physics says if you are moving forward fast and someone tugs on your shirt, you are going to go forward. You are yeah. going to lean forward. So it caused him to lean forward into a vehicle. Like if you watch it, like he's like he's pulling on him, showing him to enter his car, but he's trying to get into his car. So it looks like he's leaning and reaching for something. Right, yeah. and literally, yeah. he he opens the door. He leans. He he goes in. As soon as he enters, pop, 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 pop. Not even a chance to see a, a gun or anything being shown. And that's where I absolutely disagree um, with the whole entire situation. It was disgusting, despicable, and um, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, I don't watch these videos anymore. I'm getting tired of seeing it. It's I've too watched, much, man. I've watched one too many videos. Like, you know, this is real life. And these are people's, like, these are people's lives that are being mm-hmm. lost on camera. And I'm finding that. He didn't like, die. He uh, got paralyzed. I know. I'm speaking in general. Like, I'm getting tired of in watching general, these yeah. kind of videos. Yeah, I know the guy is paralyzed. And they said it's going to take a miracle for him to ever walk again. Of course. Five, but, seven shots on his back. <laughs> yeah, but. Honestly, like, these are human lives that are being affected. And I feel like as a society, when we watch these videos, what we're doing is it's desensitizing us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like we're becoming desensitized where, in a way, we're kind of normalizing it by watching it and by broadcasting it. Exactly. Like, if this is, like, like I feel like we would have a more gruesome reaction to seeing an animal gets slaughtered than we would to see a human being. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. feel like, I feel like we've gone to that stage of the society where it's like, we get upset when we see these videos, but we don't have that feeling of disgust. Like we're so desensitized. The, like the, 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 the Canadian, the Canadian geese have a better 
law <laughs> protecting them yeah. than black people do. <laughs> like, but with the whole boycotting thing, honestly, I don't necessarily. You don't agree think with it's it. gonna affect? Yeah, because yeah, because change. yeah, because I don't understand. Like, what is the end goal? Like for me, this is the question I always ask: What is the end goal? What are you hoping to accomplish? And one thing that really, and one thing that kind of annoyed me is that they had the, I think the the Milwaukee Bucks, they had the Attorney General on the phone, mm-hmm. and they kept asking them, like according to reports from Ramona Shelburne, like they kept asking, "What can we do? What can we do? Why are you asking what you can do? Why don't you ask them what they're going to do?" Mm-hmm. Like, why are you putting the burden upon yourself to fix this issue? This is a systemic social issue. It's their responsibility to fix it. So why not ask them, what are you guys going to do to hold these officers accountable and make sure that justice is served and this doesn't happen again? Mm-hmm. But with the whole I boycott, but with the whole boycott, I don't quite understand what the end goal I, I, is or what I, they I, want so to I, accomplish. Here's the thing. I think it all starts with the question is, how did they, like, why did they resume play? You know, um, I think that's where it's coming from for them. Uh, the NBA players is the reason why they resume play. They resume play thinking that this is their platform that would, um, they will use to speak out on change and hopefully um, through watching them play and, and, and speaking on the matters that people's heart will be touched and, they'll, you know, and, and they can speak out loud and, and hopefully people can hear that, you know, using that platform nationally. Mm-hmm. Now, like, everyone's making Kyrie look like an even more genius than ever because he did come out saying, yo, it's just going to be a big distraction. Uh, you know, no one's going to care about what you guys have to say because you guys are just going to be seen as entertainment. And really, that's what it comes down to. Like, they don't want to be seen as just entertainment. Like, you know, especially when they're, they're, their people are getting killed. On the street, and they and they they see themselves and those people getting killed on the street because remember, Tabo Safalosha got his what his leg broken by a police officer. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of NBA players that actually be assaulted by police officers, but right? Broski, so in you, but do you think this yeah. incident happened because the NBA is back? I think this incident would have happened whether the NBA returned or not. Like I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not the incident is not predicated again the race. People who that that police officer is not watching the NBA. Exactly. You know, you know, and so well, who's to judge? He probably does watch the NBA and watch the NBA, but still, the bottom line is like, you know, he, there's a lot of people who are actually don't or who are absolutely against the they call it politics in the NBA, um, and they don't see the the value of the Black Lives Matter on, on the court, on the ball court, and LeBron James answering. Um, um, racial discriminations uh, questions on on uh, on on interviews and and yeah, there's a lot of people who are totally against all that. And so, whether or not those people, you know, the NBA stopping or playing is not going to change their mind in terms of how they 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 react to black people or treat black people or yeah, people for, of color in general. For me, I just don't like this equivalency that they made where. It's like, well, if the NBA comes back, then it's going to take away from the social issues. Because you can make that correlation to anything. Like, you can say, well, if this artist releases an album while this is happening, it's going to take away, yeah, take because, away yeah, I understand the what you're social saying. justice issues. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, 
What about the MLB? Yeah. What about the NHL? I, I, okay, not the NHL because they're majority of white league. They don't care. Seen the game, bro. There. Yeah, NHL. NHL, like okay, it's majority white league. That's a bad example, but. You can say that about anything. Like you can say, well, if Disney puts out this Mulan movie on Disney Plus, people are going to be in such a rush to watch that movie. They're not going to care about social justice issues. Like you can say that about anything. It's just, yeah. I guess, people so, set their yeah. targets on the NBA yeah. because it's yeah, a majority right. black league, right? Exactly, exactly. And and I think uh, what they're hoping is that they can the NBA, the owners of the NBA, could, you know. Uh, Put their mouth into it, and and though yeah, they're supporting the NBA players, but they they want the NBA owners to to do something in terms of like you know speaking to the legislation and and the government writing yes. a bill. And that's fair, you know that, that's fair. And so I I don't know how it's all going to transcend. I I I think it sucks that the playoff yeah. isn't part. I was super excited, and you know, um, now what am I going to do with my time? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I had. I- how it lasted, I guess. But... I'll put I'll, I'll put it like this, right? Yeah. I hope, like I like I hope that they can get something accomplished and that they can get some kind of change done. But I just yeah. don't well, see. I don't. I right now I don't see how doing this will help with that. But you know, maybe there's a certain thing that they're seeing that I'm not seeing. I don't know. Like I hope that so, the change can happen and that a change they, can come. I just don't know if boycotting is the way to do that. Well, in terms of the boycotting, whether the NBA is back or not, I'll tell you right now. All the players just had a meeting, mm-hmm. like all of them had a meeting, and it, it it's it's on all over the uh, social media right now on Bleacher Report that the NBA meeting ended ugly. Players meeting ended ugly with uncertainty at head of the Thursday Board of Governor meeting. They said that the Lakers and Clippers voted to stop the, the season. Yeah. Um, not considered final. Conversation will continue Thursday. They said the Lakers uh, and, and Clippers yeah. uh, said no and then walked out. Yeah, you know? that, that's uh, right. Yeah. They walked out of the meeting. So, um it's up in the air, man. Like you can't. LeBron, LeBron doesn't want to play, man. Uh, Kawhi doesn't want to play, but everyone else want to continue eventually. Mm-hmm. So it's up. If the, if the Lakers and Clippers are out, there's no. I'm telling you right now, there's no playoffs. <laughs> if the if if the if the Magic were out and um and the Nuggets were out, <laughs> the playoff will continue. You yeah. know. Uh, but if the Clippers and Lakers are out, it's, it's good night. It's good night. Like they they literally boycotted the NBA season. Like yeah. they want to just flash the whole entire. That's that's wild to me. Like I wish I had that power. Like where I could just say I'm not going going to work. You yeah. know and. And 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 my boss is you know supporting it and, and fine with it. Um, but see, this is why I don't quite understand. Like, that's I, I don't know what the end goal is. Like, I just like, do you want to keep a conversation going? Like, by you not playing right and not doing like them not playing and not doing their job. I just wonder what the end goal is. That's that. That's really all I want to know. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know either. It's all at this point, it's all gonna be speculations all up in the air. Um, the only way we yeah. can fully know is when just to watch them, give them a, a, a week or two, let them have their discussion and see yeah. what the plan is. They're putting together and then we'll revisit this conversation because maybe yeah. they have something in place that they want to put together. Uh, yeah, them, uh, power to them. I'm glad they're in a position where. I guess that's why they're privileged black men. They have put they're in a position yeah. where they can use their power not to work and, and to put the uh, the burden on the white owners and, and hopefully those white owners can, can go speak to the other white people in charge of making changes and through that yeah. it can be brought about. So that's who knows, you know. Um yeah, and maybe nothing happens, and maybe we're all we're all just gonna take a big fat L, missing the NBA, and they're not working, and and nothing changed. People are still killing black people, so who knows? Yeah, there's nothing funny about the situation, but there is kind of one thing that made me laugh to myself a little bit. It, it was your boy Norman Powell. What happened? When he, when they were talking about this whole incident, and this is when the boycott, like the talks of the boycotting was first happening, right? Right. And then he said, you know, we tried all these gestures and it's not working. I can't, I think it was him that said it though. Uh, it was between him or Van Vliet, but I'm pretty sure it was Norman Powell that said it. And he's like, we've done all the gestures. We've done the kneeling during the anthem. We've locked arms. Nothing seems to be working. And that's not gonna do anything for the past <laughs> for the past three months i've been on this podcast saying gestures do not work you just figured that out i i, I you could have listened to me three months ago i would have told you that gestures do not work this is a this is a deeply embedded systemic issue how is you kneeling during the national anthem going to change that you like they need an actual plan in place to get the system to change. Right. Putting black lives putting black lives matter on a court is not gonna change anything. Wearing the shirt is not gonna change anything. Like you need to have an actual plan in place and take meaningful ac- action in order to get this issue addressed. Yeah. So I kind of found it funny when he when I heard him say, Oh, the gestures we're doing are not working. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people are gorgeous. this is why we're stuck in where we're at, bro. Because we don't we don't get it. <laughs> we don't get it. No. <laughs> we do not get it. You know? Like we really think kneeling down is gonna is gonna is gonna stop them from shooting us. Like No. We really think marching Or wearing jersey. We really think marching or when these guys stop stop them from killing us. Or when these guys have these jerseys that say, love us, respect us. Like, really? That's the message? Like, you want to tell people they have to love you and respect you? Listen, respect yourself and love yourself first. You should love your, yourself and your community first. Bro, it's... Like, it's, it's uh, you, you, change comes about writing a bill. Yeah. <laughs> changing a bill. Yeah, thank Policies you. and, yeah. um, you know, changing infrastructures and changing policies in general that are are in place or changing the way the police officers are allowed to uh you know serve and protect the people you know yeah that they're trained that if someone pulls a weapon at them that right off the bat shoot ju- just empty the clip on them um yeah like yeah and the thing is um discretion or anything like that so like you know, uh, I had an argument with um, a conversation with my, my buddy, his brother, the police officer. He's like, well, just like, like, try to put yourself in, in the police officer's shoes for instance. I'm like, yeah, I get it. 
like he's a human being and he wants to he wants to also return home to his family um and 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 is less than digital however like he chose that profession you know that's he chose that profession yeah you know? and uh if you choose that profession you need to be able to do your job and your job is to serve and protect the people um you're yeah. not serving and protecting the people when you are literally grabbing the man's shirt while he's trying to walk away from you um and 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 you follow you've already tased him and instead of you tackling him down and 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 pushing him down on the ground and and cuffing him uh you you allowed him to have the upper hand um you and your partner and your other officers around allowed him to walk away instead of you guys tackling him and, and restraining him um and then you proceed to pull on his shirt allow him to get to his car and while he gets to his car you try tugging him out and he fell forward uh, into his car which seems seems to the eye that he's reaching for something if you really look at it very closely he literally was trying to enter his car and just tugging the shirt forward pushing him forward as soon as he goes forward just an instant you, you empty seven bullets into his back not one not two. Disgusting. Not three, not four, not five, not six, seven bullets. And it's all happening in front of his wife and kids. Disgusting, bro. Now that needs to change. That is where the change needs to happen. That, thank you. And you're not going to change that by kneeling during the anthem. What they need to do is they need to go for, they need to target these police unions. Stop protecting these people. Stop protecting these murders. Right. It. They need to, uh, I, like I said on previous episodes, they need to educate these officers. They need, a, instead of education reform, they need a police reform. You need to literally reform the yes. policing. Like, and you reform, part. I think part of the not, reforming uh, is yeah. educating them. Because like I said, oh, like, for sure. you can't have a high school diploma and then uphold the law. Like, it, it takes lawyers eight years of school to do undergrad and then law school to be able to interpret the law. So if you're going to uphold this law, you should be held to a very similar standard. Yeah, you should be able to not only interpret interpretate the law, but also yeah. freaking uh, um, uh, uphold the law, you know? Yeah. Um, but they make that... Target these police unions. Stop letting these police unions protect these, these killers. Yeah. Hold them accountable. You, you murder someone, you're going to get fired, you're going to lose your job. And you're gonna get tried like any other killer. Exactly. Like, I don't understand. Like, but these are the things that need to be tackled. These are what. This is the kind of things that players should be investing their money in. If you're gonna hold the owners accountable, hold them accountable to deal with these with local lawmakers to implement these laws. Right. Or pool your pool your money together. Start a task force of policy analysts, lawyers, lawmakers to in. To literally do a thorough investigation of the system, highlight the laws that are harming our people, and then push it to Congress, push it to all these, push it to Congress, to all these local lawmakers and fight for that change. Do it that way. Exactly. That's taking meaningful action and putting your money where your mouth is. Right. But this whole kneeling and locking arms is not going to do anything. Exactly. Even protesting, I hate to say it, it's it's really not. Doesn't the jack? You, you, you just a voice that goes nowhere, you know. Yeah, it goes no. They're not. It's like locking yourself in a. It's like locking yourself in a room and screaming. That's it. <laughs> like, 
it is what it is. You just got to keep our eyes out on, on the NBA, see what they're doing. Um, last yeah. few days, give it a week to let everything settle down. Yeah. Emotions are high. Um, and plus, I think with the NBA players, they they might be also sick of being in a bubble. You know, probably. So yeah, just think about that. They, <laughs> there's, any of, there's a lot of any, there's definitely some hormones raging. raging you know, remember these guys haven't probably have like they're beating their meats. They haven't, you know, yeah. <laughs> contact with the actual they have, partner. They haven't been getting coochie for the past three months, bro. bro a lot of frustration. A bro. lot of frustration. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta allow them to have this one for a day or two. Maybe they want to fly home. Yeah. Have that coochie yeah. once they yeah. not like, oh, man, what if I, I gotta go back to work? You know, what I'm yeah, bro. Even too, like, uh, you see, now I was reading like Paul George, he said that he's been struggling because he's dealing with depression and anxiety, right? So I'm like, and he's like, because he's like, life in the bubble is tough because so I'm like, I'm sure you know, I'm I never thought about it that way, but I think that's a very valid point that you're making, I bro. Think. For real, you got your head, you got all you mean that key role in this right now, bro. Bro, if I yeah. was in a bubble, I'd probably be feeling the same way too. I'd look for any reason to get the hell up out of there, bro. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Donovan Mitchell apparently had sex with somebody in the bubble, or maybe he was yeah. watching. He was watching porn. His IG, IG live went. His IG went live, and all you hear is moaning. Oh, yeah. So, oh, it, shit. so he was in the dark watching porn or smashing. Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. I would, I would sneak a girl in, bro. I would like. You see yeah, what that football player did? You heard of what that NFL player did? Like, he had some girl where, like, he basically what he did is he brought some girl to a team. Like, he brought some girl to a hotel mm. the team was staying at. He put her in team gear. Like, he put her in a football jersey and all that stuff and tried to sneak her in. Bro, I would do the same thing. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> they caught her? Yeah, they okay. caught him. Yeah, they, got, he got, uh, they, they waved him from the They waved him from the team, actually. They released him. Gg, off for oh my gosh, off for the coochie, bro. Ah, that's tough. I'm like I would have put my life in jeopardy, but like at the same time, it's like yo, you trapped me in a bubble with my teammates. Like I can't do this forever. I gotta, I gotta try a thing, bro. I gotta try something. I I think it'd have been better for him to leave than to sneak someone in. That yeah. You understand that? Like, or get like get like a hotel room in another telly and just go there. You want to know what? Also, I think um, when you see like an NBA player leave for like personal emergency, like yeah, it's hard because they tried they left to go get that like, coochie, bro, and come back. That, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a have a family emergency. <laughs> yo, bro, family emergency, bro. <laughs> My wife needs me. You feel me? Yeah. Anyways, man, that's again. You gotta yeah. put all those human elements in place with the condition of the, the where they are, the state of mind, state of being. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, I think and, there's a lot. I, I think there's a lot going on in that bubble. Right? A lot. So man. I think I think they are frustrated by this, but I think yeah, there's other uh got there's a bunch other factors of, at play here. Yo, you got a bunch of sexually frustrated black men <laughs> in a bubble. <laughs> Fighting social social injustice. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a it's a perfect storm for disaster. Bro. So, so I don't I'd, know. What, I'd get I'd I'd get the hell up out of there too, bro. So. I don't know. I don't know what you're expecting expect them to do. You think they're gonna stay? Any chance they're out? 
Honestly, if they can just get out for a couple of weeks and then go back to Come it. <laughs> oh, man. But this is where the NBA messed up. You should have let them bring girls with them. Yeah, I should have met them with have... their wife. Yeah, like your wife, you know, your your side piece. I don't know why they said you have to wait until after the first round. Like, it makes no sense to me. That's crazy. They effed yeah. that up bad, bro. Yeah. That should be a two dozen night. Where the MA went wrong, no women. They didn't allow them to bring their 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 partners into the into the bubble. I'll probably have to think of a name for this episode, y'all. No coochie. I'm gonna name this episode. Risk it all. (laughs) Risk it all. Risk it all. Risk it all for social justice. Risk it all for Uh, social justice. Coochie, bro. (laughs) You gotta gotta call it. Um. Uh. Black black coochies matter. I don't know. Uh, uh, black risk man. It all. We'll just call it risk it all, yo. Let, let's uh, risk it all for social justice and coochie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No coochie, no NBA, yeah. bro. I'll tell you right. Yeah, facts. No coochie, facts. no NBA. That's what it is, bro. Yeah, it Thank you for your time, bro. Anytime, man. It's always a pleasure, man. Being yeah, out likewise, here. Likewise, publications. You feel let's, me? Let's follow this whole situation and then we'll reconnect on it. Definitely reconnect, my guy. All right, bro. Appreciate you. I'm going to stay blessed.